0: But you never
1: What's up Fairful? Welcome to the 49er Fearful UK Live, as always. I'm your host, Paul Hope. And once again, I'm joined by the one, the only, Lee Gowland.
0: Hey, man, how are you doing?
1: Well, everyone, we know it's officially Packers Week. And me and Lee are just as excited as you are for this weekend's game. But hold your horses to only Wednesday. We're going to leave all things Packers to the podcast crew at the end of the week. So you've just got to wait a couple more days for that. Tonight, me and Lee instead are going to go through our playoff teams from 2012, 2019, 2023 and with your help we're going to pick an ultimate team and decide which one is the best. But before we get into all that Lee, I've got a question that I want to ask you. Who's got it better than us buddy?
0: Absolutely no one.
1: (laughs) But on a serious note Lee, cheers for joining me mate, how are you doing today?
0: Yeah, not bad. I mean, I've had some fun going through the uh, the team from twenty twelve. Well, comparing all three teams that we're going to have a look at, um, and, and it's interesting. I think it's going to throw a couple of curveballs. I think personally, me, I might be making some decisions that surprise people. Don't know. We'll wait and see. Um, some people could um, c- could decide that they agree with us. Who knows? But it's been interesting, and it's great that, uh, once again, I get to talk about the likes of Patrick Willis, Navarra Bowman, Frank Gore. So really looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, when we put together the new format, everybody, we were trying to move away from the what we do on the pod. And I said at the start, we're not going to talk all things Packers. But you can't do a show like tonight and not reference great moments in history. Um, it's well documented. I can say that on a Wednesday, that Colin Kaepernick was my first love. And I just watched like, the highlights earlier, Lee, of Kaepernick at Green Bay, first oh, playoff yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that cemented my love for him. And then I was reading articles. I've been, you know, Jim Harbour, Kyle Shanahan. And we are going to touch upon Packers, people. But all jokes aside, we're going to save the seriousness to the back end of the week. Because what we found is, like, the Packers released what i say an injury report yesterday but it, it didn't mean anything because they hadn't practiced so we've decided to yeah. leave that for the pod now we're joined as always by the 49er faithful uk chat and justin is in the house all the way from across the pond hey, so good afternoon Faithful. so i'm sure justin is flying that flagly as you said last week he I'm got sure there he quicker yeah. than others um james has put a comment on there so I think the point of the show, James, is we're just going to look at the players. We're not too interested who drafted them, who brought them. We just, least said it on the yeah, show. It's
0: going to be the players and the coach at the time. So regardless of who brought them in, and I see where you're going with this, and I completely agree. John McLuhan was an excellent GM. Um, it's just a shame that what happened, happened. Obviously, he had his personal issues. But yeah, we're not so bothered about who brought the players in. It's actually who's on the team at the time of the teams that we're discussing. And when we discuss them as well, one thing to bear in mind, because there will be players on there that don't make the ultimate team and you think, how on earth can you leave that player out? We'll be looking at these players in how they performed that particular season, not throughout the career. So that makes it a little bit more interesting, a little bit more of a curveball there. Um, but I don't want to give too much away because um, it'll probably spoil the first moment.
1: <laughs> well, you said it in the short, 2011-2012 um, was when my journey began. And like you said, being able to talk about this 2012 team now, yeah. I know more about football than I did. I remember the early days of what's a first down and quickly having to Google everything. But 2012 was my 1st Forty 49ers team. So I joked on with the, the rally towel there, Jim Harbour. Massive fan of what he did for us. And then obviously Kyle Shanahan coming. So it isn't the ultimate team of the 49ers. Because yeah. when I was preparing Lee, I thought we better clarify that because some people might throw names at us that are not on the squad list. But it's 2012, 2019 and 2023. That's yeah. the teams we're talking about well, tonight, isn't it? I, I, but-
0: I, it is. It is. And I'll tell you what, it's a it's a bloody good job that you started following in 2012 because obviously you found out what a first down was. Had you started maybe maybe. 2005, 2006, we weren't that good. And it's not often we <laughs> got a <to> first <fuss> down. <laughs> so we no, struggle struggled a little bit with that one.
1: But it's just interesting because, um, obviously, I've got my pod station. You can't see it, but the picture hung up on the wall is Kaepernick and LaMichael James, oh, of all that. people, I celebrating. Gonna... No, the, so he... the Kaepernick's there, oh, right. yeah, yeah. but above me, and I'm not going to move the camera, um, Craig from Flip My Lids, he got me yeah. a signed LaMichael James picture, but purely because it's got Kaepernick on it. Um, and I thought, Michael James, 23? Obviously, my journey with 23 started back then. And I didn't even realise it. But watching those highlights back to daily, you must have been the same as me in relevant. You, you mentioned Willis and Borman. I mean, that team in 2012 was stacked.
0: Yeah, at the time, at the time, I thought that was the best team I'd seen playing. That, that's saying something because, I mean, I, I was lucky enough to watch the Super Bowls during the 80s. Um, and, I, and I don't know. I think it was because it was a more exciting team to watch rather than potentially the best skill-wise. Um, but it was definitely an exciting team. You never knew what was going to happen with Jim Harbour. He, he was such a such a motivating coach. I mean, obviously, his very first three seasons, got the NFC Championship each one of those seasons. That, uh, the very first time it's ever been done, and it hasn't been done since. Uh, it speaks volumes of the type of coach he was.
1: So are we going to start there? Are we going to start looking at the difference between the coaches? Or do you just want to dive straight in? Look at the
0: teams. I think we'll we'll dive straight in. Leave the coaches to the very end. Yeah, I like it. I like it because we'll. I mean, the first thing we'll do is we'll decide which team out of the three of them we think is the best. Or we'll debate it. Um, I mean, obviously everybody's got their own uh, opinion, but we'll we'll say which one we think is the best, and with that we'll call the coach that's of that team. But then we'll do the ultimate team and decide which coach should be the head coach of the ultimate team. And we'll do one each because we, we, we'll disagree and it'll be interesting to compare them. I think we'll disagree anyway. It'll, it'll be amazing if we can pick exactly the same players all the way down. So, nice.
1: Justin, spoiler alert. I don't think he's going to be in either of our teams, but I was mentioning it for context. I'll share the picture after the pod. I'll, I'll tweet it out and you'll see what I mean. And uh, James has asked so, a good point. I don't know if that's what you're going to reference there. So, James wants to know, Are we going to, would you rather have this playoff player or that one? Um, We're just going to basically pick the player, aren't we, Lee, and say which year's team? We are.
0: We are, yeah. Yeah. Um, So another thing as well. So I've gone off the starting players. So we're not doing roster death. We're doing the starting players. Okay? I've had to use several different um, sources to get it nailed on right. Um, I've gone through and I've had a look at all these. I've used the playoffs as the marker, and I've gone through and had a look at the starting players during the playoff run. Um, So there was a player mentioned earlier on who I know he was kind of moved into a different position that he wouldn't normally play. But that's because one of the other guys had kind of taken a starting role. So we'll we'll get through to that and we'll we'll have a look at that. So what
1: Lee's failing to tell you all, like in San Francisco when I was a passenger princess, Lee did all the hard work and about dinner time. He sent me a screenshot of the playlist, and I was like, oh, this is great. All I have to do is pick the players off there. So, Lee did all the hard work from everybody, but I have got my team written down, Lee. I've done my homework. Yeah. Gareth would be so proud. So, come on, get this list up, and let's get oh, this started.
0: Uh, and I've just realised I called uh, the GM John McClune. I was thinking of John <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um Scott McClune. He was called right. Scott McClune. Okay. Okay. So, here we go. So, hopefully, you'll be able to see that. Okay. That Should be okay on the screen. Um, have you got a, an expanded version of that, poll So you can actually see, yeah, in I've, there. I've got it on, yeah, yeah I've got it I know how small. It looks on the screen to us at the moment because obviously we're recording, right? So, what I'm going to do, I'm going to do this a bit, a little bit, ask about this. We're going to start off with special teams and talk about special teams. So, that's who we've got. Um, I mean, you look at all three of those teams, those those units. And they're all very good units. They've all done something special in the season that we're talking about. I mean, David Akers, David I think David Akers kicked a sixty-four yard field goal that year. Um, it was an unbelievable game to watch that because nobody thought he was gonna do it. We we thought he was gonna miss it, but it went through and I think everybody screamed as loud as each other. The punter, Andy Lee. So I mean Naji Nadji would be laughing at this, but obviously we, we drafted uh, Andy Lee. I think he was a fifth rounder. And you know what I think about taking a punter with a uh, draft pick, although it has changed over the years. Andy Lee was a great uh, punter as well. Um, then you had Jennings. I can't remember his first name now. Um, long snapper. If you know the long snapper's name, that's probably is a bad thing,
1: if yeah. I'm honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, kind of. We only know Turbo Pepper Papad- well, because he's a friend yeah. of the show. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're right. Um, And to be honest, I mean, you you look at 2019, we know Kyle Nelson because of the uh, suspension he got. That's why I remember Kyle Nelson. And that's when uh, Tiber Pepper came in. So So he's been in since then.
1: I think when we put the show together, Lee, we were going to do units, weren't we? Brian Jennings. I can see, yeah. So Neil Graham's put Brian Jennings there. But um, James has put, for him as a unit, He's gone twenty nineteen right. all day long. Interesting. So that's his answer. Um, yeah, Justin's confirmed. Brian Jennings was with us for many years. But are we picking players out of there? We're not picking. A no, unit, we're are picking we? units.
0: At, at the moment, we're just picking units, right? Okay, because okay. once we get to the ultimate team, then we can pick individual players, and that will kind of change what we do with the ultimate team compared with the comparison between the uh, the three years. Yeah. So so. Who did it?
1: James has gone with 2012. So James has gone with 2019 uh, all day. Oh, 2019, so James sorry. got grasped the show. So yeah, at the moment, people were doing the units. So if like James, just drop them in the comments just so we can see. Yeah. Whilst other people are doing that, uh, our our friend James Waters has put he won't see the game this weekend during start starting work at 8am on Sunday. And no, James, it's not a good idea to drive a 59 seat coach while sleep-depraved. But uh, I'm sure you will catch the game at some point and make sure you're decked out in red and gold where you can. But where are you going then, Lee? So James has gone 2019. Yeah, Justin so, I mean, has gone 2012.
0: So I'm going to rule out 2012. And the reason I'm going to rule out 2012 is I think we have a better punter in 2019-2023, even though Andy Lee was a great punter. He was, nothing taken away from him. Um, acres out of the three of them, and, and this is a big up to uh, Jake Moody as well. What I've seen of Jake Moody so far in his rookie season, he looks good. He looks very good. He'll get rid of those misses. I've got every confidence in that. Um Gold for me out of the three kickers, obviously 2019, he was absolutely solid. So, I mean, you can't go past Robbie Gold. In 2019, and at the moment, we don't know what Moody's going to be like in the playoffs. We don't know what he's going to be like under that pressure because he hasn't had that pressure yet in the playoffs. We know Gold sort of fine to that because he's never missed a kick in the playoffs. Acres, he, he was generally good. He had a very high percentage uh, making the kicks. Then you look at the return guys. Ted Ginn Jr. For me, I was always disappointed with him. I never ever thought he he really. Gave us the value of what we thought we were going to get from him as a kick returner. He did a few good things at um, the Dolphins before he came across to us. Um, I think, I think, I'm sure he did have a kick return for us. I can't I think... quite remember because it's that long ago and I'm that old. <laughs> um, but I do recall he did have a kick return for us for a touchdown. I mean,
1: yeah, that was the first. Thought that's front of mind. So, there's a few yeah. people. What's well, good about the chat? Some people are agreeing with you, some people are disagreeing. So, you were saying yeah, about that's, uh, that's getting great. there, and Luke was like, Yeah, I like him. And you're like, Nah, not keen. So, to be honest, i th- so you're leading with 2019? Is that where you're going?
0: No, 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 oh. not yet, not yet, not yet. Not oh, you going through So, him? I'm just saying. So, for me, the kick returner, punt returner, Jin Jr., he was a little bit of a disappointment to me. Rear Rear McLeod has been a bigger disappointment to me. Don't get us wrong, he's he's better than what we've had for a few years, but I thought Richie James back in 2019, I thought he he was just on the cusp of getting that breakthrough and getting a touchdown. I thought he was a decent returner. Um, long snappers, like I said, you can't really... If you know the long snappers' name, something's gone wrong. Um, Wisnowski against Lee, I think it's fairly even. Wisnowski in 2023... Has had a great year, but overall, I think I agree with James. To be honest, I think the 2019 special teams unit has got more on the other two. It's it's not, it's close. There's not much in it, but for me, it would be
1: 2019. See the I agree, and the only reason I agree is when we were looking at this, we were looking at playoffs. And yeah. in the playoffs, Robbie Gould was as that's good it. as Gold. That's, so that's it for me. there's going to be a few people clipping this. You haven't picked your boy Jake Moody. No, no, no. It's still early days for Jake. But I'm, yeah. as a unit and going off the playoffs, like James has said there, it comes down to Mitch is better than Lee. Robbie was awesome in the playoffs. So I'm on the same page as you, Lee. It's like we we planned yeah. this, which we didn't. So, yep, yeah, 2019 for me, buddy, as well.
0: Right, fair enough. So let's go on to the safeties. Now, this is going to be interesting. Oh, so by the way, um, the key is, if they're in blue with a star, that year they made the Pro Bowl. If they are in green with the star and a plus, they were Pro Bowlers and all pros, just oh. so you know.
1: I just thought you were highlighting certain names to me at the time. I didn't no, have time no, to ask yet, no. so I like yeah. that, mate.
0: So I, I did put a key on it, but then I realised when I filled it that the key disappeared. <laughs>
1: yeah, it did, yeah. Well, it, it's so all right. it
0: was a waste of time. So, I mean, to me, to me, this is easy. <laughs> it's it's absolutely no contest. I loved watching Colton and, and Wintner. I, I thought they were such marvellous, the, the reminders of Ronnie Lott. Um, you, you don't often see the hits that they do now, and that's because probably most of them are outlawed. Um, the thing I have with Witner though, sometimes it could be a little bit dirty, <laughs> lead with his head and hit with the head. Um, I think he did that against uh, New Orleans Saints back in the twenty eleven divisional round. I think it was stood him up at the um, not not far from the goal line, uh, and basically knocked him into next year. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I can't even debate these. It's got to be twenty twelve for me because that was such a good pairing. Brown is looking really good for a rookie, um, but he has been caught napping once or twice. Gibson. He, he's he been probably one of our better safeties over the last uh, couple of seasons. He he was a bit of a surprise to us when he came. I didn't expect much of him, and he obviously he, he played above that expectation. And then you look at 2019. 2019 Ward and tart that, that was probably Ward's best season. Which Ward? Uh,
1: Just to clarify for certain people <laughs> watching. <laughs>
0: Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward. That was Jimmy Ward's best season. Um, and I think... I think he warranted, he warranted the accolades he got that season. It was a shame he didn't get in the Pro Bowl because, like I said, he had an excellent season. Um, but Chukwesi guitar for me, I think he definitely let it down. Twenty nineteen, um, I was never really sold on Chukwesi guitar. I always thought he was, he was there for the taking. Um, but yeah, it's got to be twenty twelve. I mean, where are you going with this one?
1: So, Justin, the in joke, which I'm sure you'll get now you're in the Discord, is Jimmy Ward is Nadji's favourite player. I- I'm only joking. To be honest, I'm smiling. Favourite player because hit. Dante Hitner, as he yeah. was known to me, quickly became one of my favourites. When you're yeah. new to this wonderful sport and you could see the hits, and I was thinking, is that allowed? I, I didn't realise you were allowed to do that. So, when you look at the unit and the body well, of work that i have done.
0: You're not anymore.
1: No, no. So I definitely thought, yeah, 2012 as well. So I think the consensus at the moment is Simon agrees with us, Justin agrees with us, uh, Paul has joined the previous chat, but he's saying that it was 2012 special teams for him. So at the moment, there's a lot of love for the 2012-2019 teams at the moment. So,
0: yeah,
1: I'm liking it. That
0: that is interesting. That is interesting.
1: It is, because you'd have thought, obviously... Recent bias in 2023. We're not knocking the 2023 team, but I think when you look back through these, and the key is, as you've described it, Buddy, playoffs. And I think at the moment, the jury's still out on some of these players in the yeah. playoffs for 2023.
0: So this one, this one's going to be an interesting one. So, what I meant before about player out of position. So Chris Culliver came in as a cornerback and that's where he started, as a cornerback. As the year went on, I think he lost his place to Terrell Brown. I think he lost his place because of an injury. And when he came back, because Terrell Brown was on a good run of form, he ended up playing the nickelback position um, throughout the uh, throughout the playoffs. But I agree with James. Culliver was one of the better players that we picked uh, cornerback during those years. Um, and to be honest, I didn't think... Our cornerback room was particularly strong during 2012. In fact, I thought it was the biggest weakness on the team. I thought if we were going to get beat, it was always going to be on the outside. It was the corners that were going to struggle rather than anywhere else on the team. And then you look at 2019 and 2023. <clears throat> um, it's difficult to separate these. It's very difficult to separate these, indeed. So I'm going. I'm going to let you, You give me your thoughts on these while I still make up my mind because, like I said, this is very difficult between 2019
1: and 2023. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm on the same page as you. 2012, I I do recall that not being a great year. 2019, Sherman wasn't in his prime, but what he brought to the locker room with his leadership. Yeah. um, Mosley Williams, I thought were underrated at times. But recent bias, gone on what the chat's gone I'm sorry, but for me, you can't look past 2023. Chavarius Ward has been awesome. Lenar right. has blossomed into the player that we know and love. Thomas, you could argue, is the weak link in the three. But even he's had a good year. So out of these three units, for me, it's 2023.
0: Right. So between 2019 and 2023, for me, I mean, you look at K1 Williams. K1 Williams was the number one nickelback in the league. He, he was just so underrated. He shut everybody down when he was in nickel. And um, it was just a shame that we lost him to the Broncos. But we got a f- good four seasons, I think, we got out of fair K1, did, yeah. Williams. And every season, he was absolutely recalled. He knew you could trust him. Morsley, he was hit and miss. He was inconsistent. Um, but when he did play well he did play well and 2019 was one of those years where he was consistently good I think maybe it's one or two games he didn't play particularly well but we had like a 19 game season because we went to the Super Bowl that year so he did really well Sherman now this is where it's going to tip the balance for me so Sherman had an absolutely excellent year that year in the regular season yeah yeah this is where 2019 loses it. In the Super Bowl, he was targeted five times, he gave up five catches, and he was absolutely burnt. And to me, that tips the balance into 2023 with Ward, Thomas, and Lenore. Lenore, once he switched over into nickel, once we got rid of uh, Oliver, I think he's played really well. He's obviously the better nickel we've got at the moment, other than Sammy Warmax, who for some reason isn't getting air again. Um, Ambry Thomas, I think he's been playing really well. But again, every now and again, he just just gets burned a little bit. Javarius Ward has just been out of this world. And looking at the two, the thing that gives us to 2023 is the way Sherman performed in the Super Bowl. Yeah, so
1: Justin's put there that he's putting an asterisk on the corners for all years, and he believes it's due to Wilkes' influence this year, which we've said on the pod. And he says that the corners have never been a focus for the Niners. Neil Graham is 2019 James, I think, is on the same page as us. He's put 2023 20, Mooney yeah. as a dog, and it has yeah. been pleasantly surprising. Bit of recency bias. You can't go wrong with that, James, especially in the NFL. But uh, And Luke, Najee turn away now, buddy. Jimmy Ward is good versus the run and the film study maniac 2019. And as Luke has put there, the big difference, Lee, between the 80s and 90s were the great cornerbacks to complement great safeties. Um, yeah. But, you know, when Lee first, so I can't remember who in the group, someone mentioned this topic last week, didn't they, Lee? And you-, you messaged me at the weekend and you said, right, we're going to do this.
0: It-, it might have been Paul Scrimshaw.
1: I think it might have been Paul. And when you start putting it together and it's like, wow, it's unbelievable. When <laughs> you start thinking of the memories and I said at the start, we're not going to talk Packers, but you can't yeah. do this show and not think. So I think we're saying 2023 wins it on this one
0: then? Yeah, 2023 wins it for me on this one. Um, By the way, if anybody wants to actually join the show tonight, now, live, and come and debate one of these units with us, just let us know. We'll send you the link and you can jump on uh, and give your opinion as well.
1: It's well documented, Neil, from the northeast of England, buddy. I'll refer to Game Tape again. I won't let that slip out anymore. But yeah, let us know. We'll drop the link. So where are we moving on to now? Linebackers.
0: Linebackers. So this is an interesting one because... Played two different types of defense between 2012 and the other two years. So, back in 2012, we played a 3 4, which meant we had four linebackers on there. But essentially, Alden Smith, uh, he played basically a defensive end role. And you'd have Bowman, Willis, and Brooks playing the uh, type of position that uh, today we've got Burks, Warner, and Greenlaw. Back in 2019, it was Alexander, Warner, and Greenlaw. So, Bowman, Willis, and Brooks. I don't know how you want to do this. Do you want to have Alden Smith in here? What you want to have Alden Smith in with the defensive line and, and kind of match up the number of players there? Yeah, I think... Or, or, I mean, alternatively, we we can do as it is now because then it's kind of also judging what type of defence we play, the 3-4 or the
1: 4-3. We don't need to debate this. Neil's dropped the answer in there. <laughs> I'm really joking, Neil. Uh I think if you knock Smith off this one, then, then it's a straight three three three. Right. Well, I, I think that makes what, it a little bit easier. Um, I'm oh. over to the I may I may have laughed, Neil. You've got some people joining in. Justin, twenty twelve, no question. Simon, twenty twelve, James, like most people, Willis and Bowman. The reason he follows the Niners. Right, here we go. So Ah,
0: oh, what's happened there? Right, I know what's happened there. Oh, it's because you've Yeah. You took me, a
1: row out so it's uh
0: let me just copy them put them there instead all right that should work
1: I I thought Technology, this yeah I, I thought like this that. was going to be the one of the biggest topics to debate and for the simple reason what most people are saying Willis and Borman absolute monsters at the moment. Every everyone in the chat is like 2012. 2012. So come on and yep. Give us your thoughts, buddy, while the chat's yeah, uh, made mean, theirs very clear.
0: For me for me watching Fred Warner this year, I think he's gone to another level early on in the season. You couldn't see a defensive player without Fred Warner being in the centre of that defensive player. He's been all over that place. He's been fantastic. I can say that tonight on the live show. You can. He's been absolutely fantastic. I think Greenlaw's been um, underrated. I've got him in bold there because I think the Pro Bowl snub for Greenlaw is almost as big a snub as Ayuk because I think he's been outstanding this year. But for me, Greenlaw's always got that little disciplinary problem. He's always likely to... um, hit somebody late out of bounds, which he pretty much does every single game. Um, sometimes he gets away with it, sometimes he doesn't. Um Oren Burks obviously he's been injured the last couple of weeks, but he, he was playing really well. 2019, um Greenlaw, it was the start of his career with us. He wasn't as good but he still had a decent level of play. Obviously we we had that um he had that stop against Seattle on the uh, the goal line which everybody will remember from twenty nineteen one of those iconic players now watching that player. Fred Warner we couldn't believe how good he was after just a few seasons. Um, I think he always surprised us. Alexander, a little bit average I would say. He, he wasn't as good as what I was expecting him to be yeah. um, considering how, how many people wanted him in free agency um, but, <laughs> but then he got 2012 and like wow. wow. Bowman, Willis and, and again Brooks was so underrated. He was so underrated. Those three there are absolutely solid. And nobody could run on us back in 2012. Absolutely oh. nobody could run on us. I think for something stupid like nine, 10 games running, we didn't allow any running back to go over 50 yards on us. That's yeah. how good the linebackers were. And, and they are, they're just next level.
1: And it's interesting because there's been a lot of talk. This week about the Green Bay Packers and what they did to the Cowboys and but our linebackers are the best in the NFL and I think Fred Warner is being known later on record to say go watch the 2012 tape go look at Bob and go look at yeah. Willis and that's what you want from so, your linebackers
0: yeah so so don't get us wrong Justin I'm I'm going for 2012 Will, Patrick Willis was one of my favorite players it took me two weeks to actually watch his retirement interview. I just couldn't bring myself to to go and watch it. Um, I loved watching those two together, Willis and Bowman. For me, that's the best tandem of linebackers we've ever had. Warner and Greenlaw come close, but they're not quite there. They're not quite the same level as Bowman and Willis. And look, I mean, 2012, they're both pro bowlers and all pros.
1: I mean, I can answer the question for you, Justin. I don't have Warner and Greenlaw's jerseys. I've got Fred's. I've got Bowman and Willis. I've got a couple of yeah. Bowman jerseys. I got a Willis jersey. Yeah. Uh, and I think, like you said, Lee, I think Justin jumped in there. I knew you were going to go with twenty twelve, but he's put on there, go back and yeah. watch them. It's a stuff of legends. Um uh, yeah, I'm I'm not even going to debate it. I'm on the same page as everyone else. It's twenty twelve.
0: Yeah. Okay. So so on to defensive line. I'm wondering whether or not this is going to be.
1: Oh, before you say that, so you mentioned so Justin's putting there cried about Willis. Justin, I hadn't been in my new, I hadn't been in the job I'm in now very long, and the Willis uh, press conference broke at lunchtime. And when I returned to the office, my new manager, who's a Sunderland fan like Lee, was that concerned he felt I'd had a bereavement in the family because I was that upset. I was that quiet. I think I'd not long just got my second Willis jersey as well, Lee. And it kind yeah. of, the news flashed up on my yeah. phone. And then I watched the YouTube video and I was like, everybody else, I mean, we didn't do pods back then, but I think we'd have jumped on and done an emergency pod <laughs> oh, yeah. and we talked were. for our love of Patrick well, Willis. Actually,
0: no, I mean, you might have, I wouldn't have, like so, I mean, <laughs> it, it, took me, it took me two weeks. I was like just, I, I was bubbling like a bloody schoolgirl when I watched that in, interview and I just couldn't believe it. Um, and the more we hear about, what went on behind the scenes because he obviously wasn't happy that uh, Jim Tonsu- Tom Sula had gotten the role and I think Patrick knew stuff that shouldn't have happened behind the scenes happened behind the scenes and he thought, I'm not going to be part of this. Obviously his tour was giving him jip as well but I think that was just to cover up the fact that um, he didn't want to be part of the organisation because of what was happening and um, the likes of Bulky pulling the strings behind the scenes. Um, yeah, I I just. It's hard. It was a hard one to take that one. So, defensive line. This is the one where I think people are going to be split. I'm I'm convinced it is.
1: Well, Neil's already jumped in there, but you could make a shout for all three. He loved the Cowboy and Ray Mack in 2012. The line in 2019 was quality. And he's declared his love for the 2023 line. So, this one was. It was difficult for me because back in 2012, I didn't really fully understand the game. And I'll be honest, I focused purely on the offense in my first year of watching the NFL. But going back today and watching, admittedly, highlights and reading up on it, it was like, oh, this isn't as straightforward as what I thought it was. But I might be controversial. I'm between 2019 and 2023. So that's where I'm at at the moment. So I've ruled out 2012, which a few people might, be right. irritated at, but in my own fandom, I'm between 2019 and 23. And if I'm honest, I'm probably leaning towards 23. Might be the recency bias, might be the fact that I saw those live for the first time, but I'm going to say 2023, Lee. I'm going to put my I'm nail my flag right. to the mast. So, so
0: 2023, 202019 20, 20, comparison there. On paper, 2023 should be the best. Should be the best when you look at those players. Um, had we had the Chase Young from his rookie season, I think it would be a it wouldn't be a question. It would be twenty twenty three. Um, but we don't have Chase Young from the rookie season. We've got Chase Young this year. He's come in. He's helped uh, generate pressure. He hasn't gotten the sacks that we'd expect him, or we, we kind of hoped he'd get. Um, we, we thought he might have had a bigger impact given the fact that Nick Boster's double-teamed all the time, Hargrave. To be honest, obviously, Armstead's been missing the last, what, four games, four or five games now. Um, that could be why, once Armstead gets back, it might generate more opportunities for young. But at the moment, it's not 2023 for me.
1: No, that's fine. I mean, James It's not 2023
0: me. for me. So... so 2019, I mean, Buckner, he was an absolute legend that year. Bosa was an absolute legend that year. DJ, jo- DJ Jones, he was an absolute steal. I think he was a fifth rounder. The production we got from DJ was unbelievable. Eric Armstead, he... So Eric Armstead back in 2019, a lot of people turned around and said, obviously it was after that, that we, that we yeah, traded Buckner away. We should have traded Armstead. But again, he, he was underrated. Because he wasn't getting the big numbers, the sack numbers, everybody thought, well, let's get rid of Armstead. But it's not all about the sacks. It's about the pressure you generate and how you can let your teammates on the defensive line have opportunities to get through there. And that's what Armstead does. He gives everybody else opportunities. Because he's so tall um, and he does get the pressure on there, they have to watch him and they have to watch him careful. They have to give extra extra support to anybody who's guarding Armstead. And I think that's going to, we, we're going to see that in the playoffs. If he comes back and his foot's okay, I think we're going to see that in the playoffs. I think we might see Chase Young step up. I think we might see Hargrave playing at the level he played last year. Hopefully, Nick Bosa he will step up as well and go to that next level. But it's not twenty nineteen for me. Nah, I mean, so th- th- this is going to be the controversial one. Go on.
1: <laughs> no, I was just going to say because you're giving more detailed answers than me. I I loved Buckner, massive Armstead yeah. fan, but I just think Bosa. Hargrave and Armstead together when I was looking at what I was doing. Like you said there, the, what they bring to the team, what they do to the people around yeah. them. But then when I'm listening to people talk, 2019 was such a special year. We book our Super Bowl parties back then at the start of the year, Lee, And then the, the results started coming in. And whenever I think of that 2019 team, I know how it ended, but it was a special journey. And you forget Buckner and Armstead together were special. But uh, I'm laughing because James put on there, You've missed off D Ford and we're still paying for his carpet now. Yeah. So you know why I missed D
0: Ford off, don't you? He hardly played a game. He was injured all the time. Yeah. Um, which was reflected in when, when you had a look at the starting teams during the playoffs. Um, so 2012. I'm going with 2012. I thought the combination of Justin Smith and Alden Smith was just unstoppable. You've got Isaac Soperwaga. He was a solid nose tackle. He, he he was absolutely great. He he could move a building by himself. And McDonald was a solid player as well. And both McDonald and Superwaga helped Justin Smith and Alden Smith get the amount of sacks that they were getting. Um, <coughs> and that's where we got the whole um, Sac Francisco from. It, it started that season. Um, Alden Smith, I think he had 20, 20 sacks in the year. I'm not sure how many Justin Smith had. I can't actually find the details for that, um, purely because I was only on PFF at the time, which was a shame, because I'm I'm sure he got plenty that year as well. I'm I'm convinced he got into double figures that year. Um, But looking at that defensive line, they were so solid, they were so tough, they were so hard to defend against. Um, It was by far Alden Smith's best year before he went off the rails. When he moved, he was so flexible, so quick, he could get around the corner. And... Drake Jackson. When I first saw Drake Jackson after we drafted him, I went back and had a look at all the YouTube highlights. Some of the highlights, the way he bends around defenders, yep. the way he bends around uh, defenders, the way he bends round like the left tackle, the right tackle. That reminded us of the way that uh, Alden Smith played. So I had very high hopes for him, which has obviously not come off. Uh, but there's still time. There's still time. Some some players take a little bit to actually get used to the NFL. Hopefully, he's going to be one of those because he did look like a useful player coming out of, uh, I think it was USC.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you said, I appreciate Alden Smith more now, but I think my journey and seeing what Nick Borsa is and thinking how special Smith could have been. um, James has put there the Sheriff was Aaron Donald before Aaron Donald. I did like... Uh, some of the nicknames back then. So obviously you had Hittner, you had the Sheriff, yeah. the Cowboy, you had the Tony Montana defense squad, and they all used to jump around together. And but um, so it's a mixed bag. This one now, there's a few people looking forward to the all-line Lee. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's an absolute no-brainer. Ooh. Oh well, actually, it might be. It might be. Yeah, I think it probably is a no-brainer. Yeah, I know where everybody's going with that one.
1: And before we moved on here, Luke has put there that when Joe Staley and Trent Williams were asked which pass rusher kept them up at night, they all they both answered Alden Smith. And it, it is a shame with what happened. I know he bounced is. around the league a little bit and all the rest of it, but uh, I didn't think you'd go 2012. I wasn't 100% sure, but... Uh, I,
0: I just think yeah. back to Alden Smith and Justin Smith, and I just loved watching them play so much.
1: And Neil has counteracted there that when Ford did play... Uh, Boss, him and Boss were a great tandem. Shame he couldn't stay healthy. And we're joined by Aaron, 49ers' first takes podcast. He does shows with Ted. Unfortunately, the time difference has been. I haven't been able to stream with Aaron just yet, but it's something that is going to happen, in 49er Faithful UK. Rest assured. So let's have a little look. So Luke has jumped in before you've loaded it up. Oh, we're not we're doing tight ends now. You're on mute.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's because I was just about to take a drink. Um we can do online now if you want.
1: It looks like the people are calling for it, Lee. And the Forty Nine of Faithful UK Live were known See, nope, for not sticking nope. <laughs> to the plan.
0: He's <laughs> it, 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 a little trick to keep people interested. We'll do that last. Just just before quarterback. Ah, we'll do yeah. that just before quarterback. Yeah, so like we'll it. just tease that. So we'll do um, we'll do a tight end now and I'll let you start it off.
1: So people may think this was an easy decision for Mr. Hope, president of Club 85. But Club 85 originated with Vernon Davis. And I said to you at the start, Lee, that I focused a lot on the offensive side of the ball when I first started watching the NFL. Vernon Davis was an absolute monster in this team. Um, Lucky enough to have a signed jersey. That said, teasing everybody, I can't look past George Kittle. Um, And I'm going to say this year's George Kittle, because I think he's elevated his game to another level so given the fact yeah, that he in 2019 it was mainly used as an extra all-time mean, it was used more in the blocking game in the run game but I think in this offence he's matured he looks after his body better touch wood I'm not going to go down that road but I think 23 Kittle and I'm nice to know that Paul Scrimshaw agrees now Simon has given me a get out of jail card I could have just said 85
0: yeah you could have you could have and <laughs> um... <laughs> I'd have I'd have let you have that one because I'm just about to cheat okay so it's easy enough just to have a look at those I've only put one tight end on there because we are looking at starters however there's no. obviously a two, three tight end um, room and when you look at 2012 we had Vernon Davis and Delaney Walker and for me that's the best tight end pairing we've had I'm Going to say ever, I can't remember a better tight end pairing than that. Vernon Davis and Delaney Walker together were, were unstoppable. Um, we ended up getting rid of Delaney Walker. I'm saying get rid of him, he walked in free agency. We didn't re sign him because we had Vernon Davis, we had a lot of skilled players on the team, um, who were taking up a lot of cap space. You look at 2019 2023 and you have a look at who backed Kittle up, and it wasn't great. Um, I think we had. Garak Selick back in 2019. Yeah, we he was did, okay. Yeah. It was but all he was right. no Delaney Walker. He was no Vernon Davis. Um, however, if I was going to do it off the, the tight end room, I would have to go 2012 because we were stronger. But we're not doing that that way. Could you imagine? You have to go off the single players.
1: Yeah, could you imagine Carl Shanahan having two tight ends? at the level of Delaney Walker and Vernon Davis. Oh, yeah, That's, that's exactly. what he's struggled with over the years. Yeah. I was going to say, I thought this is when you got me to give my answer I mean, and then you were going to drop you the names and then everyone was going to go, you idiot, Paul. Look at the room as a whole. Yeah. But I like you haven't done that to me, mate.
0: I mean, to, to be fair, when we left, let Delaney Walker walk in free agency, I thought we made a mistake. I thought we should have let Vernon Davis go and kept Delaney Walker because at the time, Delaney Walker was our best tight end. He was producing a lot more than what Vernon Davis was. Um, I don't think it was that long after Vernon Davis got hit by Cam Chancellor, um, and that kind of knocked the stuffing out of him. And he was never the same. He was never the same um, player after that. Was it Cam Ch- Chancellor who hit him?
1: Yeah, I think it was. I, I, re- it was I think Chancellor. I yeah, because yeah. I know um, Delaney Walker went to the Titans because my mate Ryan was winding me up about that. And I think didn't Davis yeah. go to Washington? And he wasn't quite the same, it was is. he? He wasn't quite the same. Um,
0: sorry, no. I, so. Did he not go to the Broncos first and then Washington? Uh, or did yeah, he go think, to Washington no. and then the Broncos?
1: I think he went to the Broncos first, I, but yeah, I think you're right. I think you are right there. Actually,
0: actually, no, I think you're right. I think he went to Washington because when he signed with the Broncos, I think he signed with the Broncos in the October trade window. The Broncos went went on to win the Super Bowl last year. He got a Super oh, Bowl ring, Oh, right. and I think he, he was only on the field for one snap of the Super Bowl. I think that's how it worked. But, so, but back to the topic... So Kittle or Kittle, all-pro Kittle or all-pro Kittle, good job I got PFF because I've gone on and had a look at the uh, stats. And I'll tell you what, the stats were pretty similar both seasons. Yeah. But he edged it this season. This season is when he's edged it, and I'm going to go with 2023 Kittle. Yeah.
1: I think a lot of people are on the same page. I mean, we love yeah. George. We, we we joked about Club 85. We've mentioned the story before. We all had 85 jerseys. We rocked up at a meet-up. We had the flag. George has shown us the love. But a lot of people are saying here that he's just much more mature um, yeah. as a player.
0: Th- th- there's that many comments going, I've missed the one that I was trying to put on there. On. Right. Let's get it. Here we go. There you go. You're right, David. Rush Francis and Brent Jones was elite back in the day. I've actually got a... Brent Jones um, signed card in my uh, display cabinet there. Um, Brent, Brent Jones, so he played number 84. And for some reason, I can't get it out of my head that he wore 85. And he didn't. It was 84. That's Brent, my fault because I've conditioned Jones, you to club 85. 85. You probably have, <laughs> you know, mate. Right. On to, so... I, I, should I do full-back and running back in the same team?
1: I don't no, know. Is
0: no, odd, I'm not gonna do that. Boss? Not gonna do that. Let's go to full back.
1: So Lucas said there, Shanahan would have used Walker as a tight end, H back fullback would have driven defences nuts. So yeah. um, and Neil commented that he went to, like you said, went to Denver after was sent to Washington. So you're right there. So right. let's have a little luck.
0: So full back again, to me this one's to me this one's a no brainer again. But it might not be the no brainer that you're thinking of. Um it's not Bruce Miller, Bruce Miller, wore well, 49, almost got a Bruce Miller jersey. In fact, the week I was going to get a Bruce Miller jersey was the week that he was arrested and then he was kicked off the team. Um And I went through a phase where every time I bought somebody's jersey or was about to buy somebody's jersey, they got kicked off the team. So I stopped buying jerseys for a while. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you look at uh, Juice this year, he, he's all pro, pro bowler, he was a pro bowler in 2019. Um, and it's going to surprise you to know that I think 2019 juice was better than 2023 juice. Ah. Even though he was an all pro this year. So I'm going to go with 2019 juice.
1: So just while we're on, I put a flash to comment on there. So this happened to me earlier. So Mike's put on there, is his screen blurred? And then Wayne's jumped in, check your playback quality. Because this happened to Mike, me earlier. Hang on to you.
0: hang on to you. Mike's at work. And I believe Mike drives a bus. He's oh. probably he's got his phone up, his hand on the way like this, jud- juddering along like that. Oh, well, That's why enough. it's blurred, Mike.
1: You're not missing much, buddy. Wait get over mate. <laughs> So James has disagreed with you there. He says twenty, twenty-three juice. Now it'll won't surprise you. Um, between twenty nineteen and twenty twenty-three. Yeah. I'm going to go with a recency bias. I I think the same as James. I think 2019 juice was good, but I think, again, maybe he's been blinded by this offence, the pieces around him. When he gets a player now, it's kind of a bigger player. So I'm on the same page as James. Not taking anything away from 2019, Carl check, but I've gone 2023. Yeah, Uh, so
0: I'm just going to put this up because this kind of aligns with why I've gone with 2019 juice. He hasn't had quite had the production this year as so what he had in 2019. Um, yes, Purdy does use them, but I think he was used a lot more back in 2019. Um, I mean, we were always waiting to see Juice play in 2019. Whereas 2023, when we do see a Juice player, I think the, the consensus is, "Oh my God, it's Juice <laughs> they're yeah. actually using them again." Um, which is why I'm a little bit surprised he went all pro this year, not 2019, because I think he had a much better season in 2019. But again, that's my opinion. What do I know? <laughs>
1: And Paul Scrimshaw, didn't know you were a Swifty buddy. We all know this reference. So this is in connection to uh, his wonderful wife making all those jackets. And she's done an interview where she explains how you pronounce the surname. So um, it's bringing new people to the sport. Macho girls are certainly more interested, thanks to the Taylor Swift influence. <laughs> but uh, let's have a little look. The comments are flying in. So Neil Graham, which juice do you want? He takes a 2019 one. Simon, who was comment you put on earlier, he said the same. Uh, twenty nineteen. Uh, let's have a little look. David, come in with a good shout there. We like a bold shout on the on the fighting for UK. Juice and Kittle could be Hall of Fame bound.
0: I think they are Hall of Fame bound. I, I don't think there's much much argument in that. I mean, Ju- Juice has been one of the better fullbacks for the last twenty twenty five years.
1: Uh, Justin's on the same page as you. He liked Bruce until he didn't. Um, Mike has reissued everybody. If his bosses are watching, he's on a break at the moment, Later, so there's no swerving <laughs> at the moment. Um, joined by Mariah, fighting on a fearful Lee pod. It's always great to be joined by people from across the pond. And Wayne, don't worry, buddy, we'll catch you later. Don't forget to drop a comment when you watch back because well, I'm sure you're going to have an opinion when we do our ultimate team.
0: All right, let's move along to running back. This this is no-brainer this is the easiest one of them all to be honest I think it is anyway might be controversial because Frank Gore was one of my favourite players but what Christian McCaffrey has done this year it's just been something else he's elevated the whole team Um, he's elevated the running back position he's playing the running back position like Bill Walsh would have wanted the running back position to be played and he's just out of this world he's fantastic I haven't mentioned Mossad, which is unfair, really, because obviously that Green Bay game where he ran for like 220 yards, four touchdowns, it kind of feels as though I'm doing him an in injustice, but his name would definitely go on there third. It would be the first name on there at number three, then Gore, then McCaffrey. Uh, and the reason I say that, I mean, Gore had a spectacular playoff run back in 2012 to the point that the only thing that people talked about after the Ravens game was why the hell didn't we run the goal? He cut us to the Super Bowl in the first place and then the last four players, we don't give him the ball. That's just crazy.
1: As Simon has said there, it might be easier <laughs> to pick your favourite child, but no, it might not be controversial. So Neil's yeah. another one that I thought might have right. leaned towards Frank the Tank, but he, he's gone with CMC. I mean,
0: has anybody gone Frank the Tank?
1: I was about to say, taking off my, the comment there, when we planned the gold mine trip, you said to me, just make sure the jersey you've got on yeah. is something that you look back on. And I'd said at the start of the early, how uh, much I love Christy McCaffrey, 23, let's give me my next jersey. And boy, oh boy, am I so glad that I took your advice. Bought that jersey for my trip to Levi's. And like you said, not taking anything away from what the other two have done. Watching back that Green Bay game from 2019... Always brings a smile to my face because my friend, who's a Rogers super fan, still doesn't speak to me about that game. And what Mustard did in that playoff game was unbelievable. Frank the tank, absolute legend, but 23. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, it's legendary what he's doing this year. Right. And like you said, Bill Walsh would have used him the way Kyle Shanahan's using him. So I don't think anybody has gone Frank just in his No, has put- Nobody else, no. So, yeah, I think Justin's referring to the fact that Frank didn't run that one in with uh, harbour will forever <laughs> be a source of irritation there. Um, and Mike, on a serious note, he wasn't sure whether it was his diabetes playing up, which was worrying But it, uh, about the bus driving as well. Mike, not laughing about your diabetes, but I'm glad you've got it sorted. YouTube does these weird things sometimes where it just changes your playback speed. So, as long as you can see me and Lee in all our HD glory, and not be blurry.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, it would be better off being blurry. To see me, but <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're on to wide receivers. And um, surprisingly, none of the wide receivers made the Pro Bowl in any of these years. I'm, I'm saying surprisingly. I don't know. I, th- I think the 49ers get a bad rap where nobody really uh, looks at the wide receivers. And I, I, I definitely since Shanahan came on. Because I think everybody just um, assumes that they get in the yards because of the way Shanahan play calls, which I think is unfair. Definitely this year, which is why in bold again, because that was the biggest Pro Bowl snub out of them all. How how the hell he didn't get on there is beyond me. Um, But this is the bit. This is the bit where I said, we are choosing players on their performance in the season we got to the Super Bowl. Now, the reason I say that is because wide receiver three for us in 2012 was Randy Moss. He wasn't particularly good, let's face it. He was at the end of his career. He wanted to go on to a contender, to have an opportunity to get a ring. Um, I think he ended up with a shade under 500 yards that year. Um, I mean, Mario Manningham, I think he was pretty much the same as well. They used them interchangeably. Crabtree had a good year. Um, But I'm going to let me bias, uh, ruin my uh, head there because I hate Crabtree. (laughs) I mean, he went over 1,000 yards. And he did have a good season. But out of the three of them, I, I didn't really feel as though that was a strong wide receiver room, which is a strange thing to say when you've got Hall of Fame Randy Moss there. He was just at the end of his career. Um, 2019, obviously, Debo was just getting started as a yards yeah, after the catch guy. Emmanuel Sanders came in. He did a job for us, he looked good. Um, Mark Reese Goodwin. Yeah, he, he kind of he allowed us to take the top off defences and keep them honest. But again, that wasn't his best season. His first season with us was his best season. And I think um, once we got to that, because I think it was only there two years, I think this is after we got rid of him after the Super Bowl. Um, and it was kind of a bit of a move when he went. And then you look at 2023, and I think you can't go wrong, here. 2023, Ayuk, better than uh, any. Any of the previous wide receiver ones with the performance he's had this year. Samuel, you definitely have to put him in there because of his all-round ability as a a wide back. And let's face it, Joanne Jennings. He's absolutely gold on third down. I I love Joanne Jennings. Um, Not just because he's a trusted pair of hands, but he likes to wind the opposition up. And I love seeing that. So for me, it's 2023. It's got to be.
1: So what he's saying, everybody, is Joanne Jennings is better than Ran- Randy Moss. And that's when we're going to go viral. And they're just going yeah, to look at the exactly career. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, um, 2023. We've been high on Brandon Ayuk for a couple of years. I think we said it last year. He could have been wide receiver one. We said it going into this season. He was going to yeah. prove everyone. Paul has said there's evolved and, and not just such a reliable receiver. Go watch him run routes. Poetry yeah. in motion. And then the blocking game... Like you said, Paul, I think it's well documented. You have to block to play in Kyle's game. Joanne Jennings, that 2023 room is special. 2019, Debo was good, but we said it on the pod a couple of weeks ago, Lee. 2023, Debo's a different level. Goodwin, I like the speed element he brought. Sanders brought that veteran presence to the room. 2012, yeah. I'm the same as you. I can't evaluate that properly. I hate Crabtree. Randy Moss at the end of his career, and Manningham was just a bit. So, yeah, I'm on the same page as everyone yeah. else, 2023.
0: Right, the controversial one then. Oh, actually, it's not controversial. This, this, I, I think this is going to be unanimous. What everybody thinks here, I think this is going to be. I'll, I'll let you uh, fire off with that one. Because, don't don't like, put me. Don't. I can't put me remember on who the said it was. It's a no-brainer. <laughs> it's going to be a no-brainer. This one. It
1: it is a no-brainer, and I think if I'm judging the room right, 2012 is going to be the one that. Uh, everybody is going to be going for. Yeah, Ty, <laughs> tweet it out. Tweet it out, tagging in it. Get the, the viral going. Yeah. Um, I mean, t- to be honest, Justin, Lee did say last week that when we put together the 49er Faithful UK Live, we tried to keep it to an hour when we were discussing current topics. But when we're doing something like this, as long as people are watching, we're not yeah, wrapping we'll this up in four yeah. minutes. We're going to continue. So, But going back to Lee's original question, I mean, the only reason that was Tornley is Trent Williams. But on a whole, if you're looking at the unit, Joe Sterley, the left guard, Mike, I'm not pronouncing his surname, <laughs> Boone, Goodwin, Davis, for me, the whole package, if you could put that 2012 offensive line in this team now, yeah, I, th- I think it would be special. So I think this is what everybody was wanting. I don't yeah. think I've seen anyone else say anything different. So,
0: yeah, I, I don't think you can argue that it's, it's got to be 2012 because that 2012, 2012 team was unbelievable. And, and you look at the players that are on there. I mean, we, we took uh, Staley, Yipoti and Davis all in the first round. Um, we picked up Goodwin in free agency. And Alex Boone, he, I think he spent five years on the practice squad until he eventually made his way into the team. And I think I've said it on po- podcast before, Alex Boone, was such a a feel-good story because he never, ever gave up. Every year, he'd be released at the end of training camp. Five years running, he did this and was brought back to the practice squad. And then one season, he made it. And when he made it, that was it. He never let go. He he was our starting right guard from then on. And I was absolutely good at when we lost him in free agency. But when he had a look at the uh, offensive lineman that we had, we just couldn't afford to keep him. We, We had to lose some players. Um, which was a shame, but that
1: 2012 team. So, so yeah, Paul's reminded me, he has a free spare Joe Sterling bobblehead from London. We were going to do a giveaway, Lee, on the live at Christmas, and one thing or another we forgot. So it's all right with you, Paul. We'll still stick to the original offer of doing a giveaway, but what we'll do is we'll get you on. And you can do something special. Maybe if we're the names up the hat. But like Lee said, we're trying to get people on. So if you want to hit us up afterwards, Paul, hit us in the DMs, me and Lee, we'll get you on the show one week and we'll get Joe to a good home. Is that all right?
0: So interesting comment here from Neil. So this might give away where I'm going with the ultimate team here.
1: No, the ultimate team was rock hard. Yeah. Left tackle, Joe Staley. And it's not just his performance yeah. on the field. There's other elements in play for the UK faithful, but yeah.
0: So how how do you pick Williams over Steely? It's it's a tough one.
1: You don't. It's you put one, one of them at right tackle.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Funny enough. <laughs> Funny. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Right. Let's go on into the quarterback position, and then we'll do the uh, the ultimate team. So but Paul's like going to jump I on. I done
1: for the quarterback position. No, so he's going to jump on to do the giveaway. So just to let everybody know right. that we'll, right. we'll go from yep. there. So, ooh, right. David. Here we go. Yeah, Neil's agreeing with me. So quarterback, this is the one. So our good friend David Betridge, when we tweeted the link out for this show, when I finished work, notification popped up. And the first thing David said was, which quarterback are you picking? 2012, 2023? And I was like, Tune in, David. Tune in, because I think this is gonna be this could be controversial, Lee, couldn't it? Because I don't think anyone's going 2019.
0: Or are they? <laughs> hey. Yeah, I think I think 2019 you can just write that off straight away. Because obviously we are talking mainly about the playoffs, but the whole season as well. So I mean Jimmy had a decent season in 2019. Um, but once we get to get to the playoffs he wasn't allowed to throw the ball and there was a good reason that why he wasn't allowed to throw the ball um, and it could be argued that if he'd had better accuracy downfield we'd have won that Super Bowl against the Chiefs you could also argue if the defence hadn't gone to sleep at the start of the fourth quarter we'd have won that Super Bowl as well but quarterback wise it has to be between Brock Purdy and Colin Kaepernick and again it's how they performed that particular season so 2013 I thought Kaepernick was still good once he got twenty fourteen, everybody had figured him out, and he just stumped the place out. But twenty twelve, when he was still fresh, obviously he came in for Alex Smith. uh, I think it was the October after uh, he got concussion, and he never gave up that spot. He played excellent because he was an unknown quantity. Uh, it's the first time you kind of saw a running uh, a running back a quarterback run as much as that. I know Steve you Steve Young used to be a running quarterback, but that was um, when he needed to run. We actually designed players for Colin Kaepernick. We actually designed most of the players for Colin Kaepernick. And it was exciting watching him play. The playoffs watching them absolutely tear up teams. I mean, the Green Bay game, what was that? 45, 45, 33, I think it was. I wrote it, it might down. might have been 45, 35. That really high scoring game. Unbelievable game to watch. Um And a kind of, it cemented his legend in that season, and he's kind of made a living off that season lot. Whereas Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy for me this season, I think he's proven everybody wrong. Everybody thought he was going to be a flash in the pan. Um, the thought once he comes back off this devastating short uh, elbow injury, he wasn't going to be as good as what he was last year. He's been better. He's been better. He, for large parts of this season, he led pretty much every... Decent stat, quarterback stat. And you just look at him. It's the eye test that Nadji always says. He's just different. He's different gravy. Yeah. So he's so, so good to watch. So this
1: one is jumping around a little bit. So Neil, he's gone for Purdy. He's put, yes, Cap was awesome in 2012, yeah. especially the divisional game against the Packers. Yeah. And I said at the start of the show, tongue in cheek, we're not going to talk Packers. But if you think back of the history of the 49ers and the Packers, have faced each other the most. Yes, <laughs> I shared that earlier. In, in playoffs, I didn't see that. And there was a period where the Packers sit with our number, and, and I wrote it down earlier, Lee. Kaepernick rushed for 181 yards, two touchdowns, and that run, when he just peeled off and he just took it to the house. I think that's what cemented my love for the 49ers. Um Ty has put there. Give him 2012 cap all day long. Simon, it isn't easy. And this one was a difficult one for me, because I, I did love 2012 cap I like Purdy now, but if I'm going on performance-wise in the playoffs and doing this at the moment, I'm going to go 2012 Kaepernick. I've got to let my heart rule my head at the moment. That's where I'm going on right. this one. All
0: right, I jumped in there
1: before you said yours. So... Interesting. And yes, James, so... I know we're talking he only played half the season in 2012, but yeah. we're looking at that team. So we're looking at 2012's team, 2019. 2023 so yeah. it might be controversial <coughs> but that's where I'm going
0: so all we all we need now let me just turn that back on because we've gone down again um all we need now is get Neil Watson on the pick 2019 because you know that's where he's going with uh his pick I thought
1: I'd given mine away with the Kaepernick jersey hung up the Kaepernick picture right. the well, Kaepernick, you
0: can't actually see when you uh sat up there yeah it's I need yeah, to get your, my big right
1: in the way my big head
0: <laughs> right Right, so let's do the ultimate team. Let's do the ultimate team. So you've already done your ultimate team. I'm going to have to do this on the fly. So do, do you want to fire away? Because it, it could be different. It could be different from... Actually, before we do that, because we've broke that down unit by unit, now you need to tell us which one out of the three teams is the best team.
1: Ah. Uh-huh. Yes, go on, everybody, before I mean the answer. So we have broke it down by units. Which team do you believe is the best one? Um, whilst people are putting their answers in there, Ty put the 2019 cap, became the first man in history to pass for 250-plus yards, yeah. rush for 150 yards a single game. He counted for... He means 2012 cap, I know what he means there. Um, and that's right, James, yeah, it was the Bears game. So... Justin, you're supposed to answer the question, buddy. <laughs> that's what Lee's asked for. Um ooh, so James has gone 2023-0, 2012 D. We want an answer, James. Don't sit on the fence. You have to that's pick an one team. One,
0: that one. That's that's interesting, that one.
1: And as Justin has put there, it's hard to do because we know how the twelve and yeah. nineteen seasons ended. Um <laughs> <Simon> is like
0: I <laughs> I mean for me the thing that lets the twenty twelve defence down is that like, cornerback room.
1: There's a bit of recency bias here though, isn't there? Because we've broke the units down. We've gone through um... our history, but I'll be honest, seems everyone's give me the twenty twenty three team. If you had to pick one team in its entirety, I'm going yeah, for the twenty twenty three team.
0: One, it's one team in its entirety. Yeah. That's why we're doing an ultimate team so you can pick and choose you have to pick one squad
1: yeah i'm the same as paul scrimshaw outrageously talented explosive amazing team spirit um and justin yeah he's he's on the team 2023 i like it
0: so total to, total total team total team for me it has to be 2023 because I, I haven't been this excited by a roster in a long time you look around and there's no obvious weak spots i, I know people have different opinions Somebody's gonna turn around and say, Well actually Moody's the weak spot because he's not as good as previous kickers. But he was still so consistent. He was very consistent. He, well, he broke the record, didn't he? What was it? Something like sixty kicks made. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So to to me, looking at the overall teams, I would take twenty twenty three over the other two. Not to say that they'd beat the other two. I think they'd definitely beat twenty nineteen to be fair. Yeah. I, I think looking at this. Obviously, they do have a weak spot. Garoppolo, um <laughs> Neil Watson's not going to like me for saying that, but Garoppolo was the weak spot without a shadow of a doubt. Um, it's close between 2012 and 2023. And for me, it's the cornerback room that uh, seals it. They're just that much better on 2023. Um, are we picking GMs and head coaches? No, but we are. We're not picking GMs, but we are picking head coaches. The reason we're not picking GMs as as James mentioned uh, earlier, the vast majority of the 2012, 2012 team was built by Scott McLuhan. There's only a couple of players that came in from uh, Trent Balke, Um And I will do anything not to give Trent Balke any credit. So, yeah, we'll go head coaches. Uh, and again, head coaches for me. This might be controversial, but I'm, I'm going to go with Jim Harbour. Oh,
1: look at Lee, I'm I'll get the rally flag out. Lee's gone for... <laughs> um, I'm going to disagree with you I loved Harbaugh but I just think Kyle Shanahan is a special coach yeah. and I think what he's doing with his team um, I've seen an argument Harbaugh's probably suited to college because he kind of his approach wears yeah, off approach. in the professional it game does, yeah. um, where at college obviously they have that kind of cycle, not enough yeah, on Harbaugh the whole who has it better than us and I remember that handshake with the Detroit Lions coach, but out of the two, I'm going for Carl Shanahan. Hence why I rocked the Shanahan hoodie and luck yeah. tonight, because I knew we were going to get asked that question.
0: See, the thing with me with Shanahan is I-, I need to see us be behind at half-time and come back and win the game, because he really struggles with that. He, he just doesn't seem to be able to call players, make the adjustments when we're behind, w- when we're in front the Opposition may be pegging us back a little bit, he can make adjustments then. But as soon as we go behind at the half, he, he does struggle. So I, I'd like to see him. Uh, and I mean, hopefully, it doesn't happen this playoff. Hopefully, we never behind at half time in the playoffs. Um, but if we are, he's got to step up and do that, he's got to make that difference.
1: So Justin's going with Harbour, um, but the 2012 Super Bowl still messes with him. But then he says, Yeah, 2019 one messes, Justin. There was about fifty of us sat together in the northeast of England watching that 2019 one when those lights came on at five in the morning. I never want to experience that feeling ever again. And um, Paul agrees with you that Shanahan needs to step up in the playoffs, not getting inside yeah. his own head. Controversial. Justin's gone with Jim Tomsula to take charge of the ultimate team. <laughs> 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 and no, Justin, Mariucci isn't an option. It's Shanahan or Harbour. Now. James has put a good comment in, and we don't think we thought about this Lee, But he said, Are we going to do a chat column for the ultimate team? So I don't know how we can do that best. Yes, we are. We are. Right. So I like that. Let's
0: go over to the ultimate team.
1: Because I think what we'll do. um, So
0: do you want to start off with your QB? Because you've already got your team there.
1: Yeah. So again, just what I was going to say at the time, and I was looking at the difference between the two coaches as well. I think Kyle came in and built his team from the ground up. So, right, let's have a little look, my team. So, quarterback, I went with Kaepernick, so I'm going to stick with that one. Are we going? Are we going? Sorry, are we going special teams. So we're going from the bottom up. No, no. To- let, let, let's
0: start with from the top. You're, so- you're going with
1: Cap. Kaepernick. Yeah. So, right. um, who have you gone?
0: I've gone Purdy. I'm going Purdy. When, when I watch him, I mean, I said this um, at the start of last season, when I watched him in um, pre-season, um, when when I made the prediction that he was going to throw the game in and um, touchdown on the Super Bowl, he just looked different. You, you watch him play and he's got this air about him. And for a rookie, and especially a rookie team with the last overall pick, I just thought he looks too good to be true. And it's taken me a long time. I mean, it took us all of, uh, I mean, obviously all of last season, You only played the last five regular season games. Uh, and then the playoffs. But by the time he had that injury, I finally I finally came to terms with the fact that how good he did look, and it wasn't just a flash in the pan.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think to clarify, because people might watch this out of context, we're talking 2012 cap. I love Purdy. Yeah, He's Purdy good. I'm all aboard the Purdy rocket ship that Nadji started, so don't get anything mixed up. And I hope that when we come back and do this after the season, my opinion may change, but I've got a, a little bit of support. So, Ty mm-hmm. has put Cap. Neil Graham has put Purdy. Um, Purdy's got two chats so far. Oh, it's 2-2. Two, two. No. Nope. So, Cap had two. It was 2 all. Paul Scrimshaw's coming, So, it's 3-2 to Purdy at the moment. So, let have a little look. This could be... Hey, this is an interesting segment. This is it's going to be going on forever and ever. Let's have a look. I think... ty's friend gareth wants to vote for jimmy do you mean the the host with the mostest ty because i don't think gareth ellis has been on record as being a 2019 jimmy lover but we'll take your word for it buddy because you're well connected yeah i'd say purdy yeah now if you are watching this back and you're not watching us live what i would say is if you could Leave us your ultimate team in the comments. And what we might do next week, we might have a look at those teams dependent on the topic. Not not as in-depth as what we've done tonight, but for people watching back, it would be nice for you to drop a comment. So, yeah, Justin has spoken. Purdy is the final answer. Yeah.
0: Right. Wide receiver
1: one. 2023, Brandon Ayuk is my wide receiver one. Let's have a yeah. look. Yeah, tied. the
0: same thing as well.
1: It's our it's love, buddy. am going to say, so this is where the chat surprises us. Right, so <laughs> 2023
0: beer. Ayuk. So we've got two beers, three beers. Yeah,
1: I think it's, uh, yeah, it's going gonna it's gonna to be, be unanimous. it's
0: going to be Ayuk as well, yeah. Which, which, to be honest, I think that was one of the more easy ones to do. Yeah. Unless we've got some real Crabtree fans out there. Um...
1: So Ty is true. So when you were in <laughs> you when Jerry, yeah, when sure. when you were in the uh, San Francisco and you were at the Miami game, I did a show with Ty the next morning and we talked about BCB and how special he was. And I quoted your pod reference because at the start of the season you'd said he was going to throw. The winning touchdown, so we we were high on thirteen. But yeah, what did you say? Someone wants yeah. nineteen eighty nine, Jerry. Justin, play what, the game properly. What, so what next you one, to? Uh, Samuel twenty twenty three. Samuel, no surprise if people have been watching. Yeah,
0: so, funnily enough, I was going to go twenty twenty three Samuel as well. Right, who have we got from the chat?
1: They're just catching up now. So I would say it's Debo, going to be Debo.
0: I think it's going to be Debo. But, obviously,
1: Debo 19 or Debo 23. That is, yeah. So, at the moment, we've had three Debo 23s, four Debo 23s. I think he's just upped his game another level yeah. this year, hasn't he? So
0: Now, if we could have had Debo 21, a lot slotted in there it would have been Debo 21.
1: So, Ty, it's like we're all on the same page, buddy. These are no-brainers, but I'm sure it's going to get more complicated as we go down the list.
0: Right, I'm jumping down to wide receiver three.
1: Uh, wide receiver three you didn't have a wide receiver oh yeah you did Uh, Joanne Jennings 2023 there's a theme with my team everybody (laughs) I promise it isn't all 2023 I have mixed some other ones in there oh Crabtree for you
0: yeah well remember this is ultimate team (laughs) I mean I, Samuel and Crabtree I I think that is a fantastic pairing of uh, pairing fantastic group of wide receivers
1: same what Paul's just said, I think he's right. <laughs> Running back, CMC. Let's just put that in there for offering.
0: <laughs> so everybody's going for Jennings.
1: Yeah, apart you know from what? you. You Cons-
0: considering I hate CropTree so much, I didn't think I'd be the only one who's going to be on CropTree Island here. Simon's gone for CropTree, so there's two. Ty Olsen, oh. three for CropTree.
1: Got uh, Emmanuel Sanders.
0: Yeah. I think we had three for Jennings, didn't
1: we? Yeah, Jennings looked four to be quite. For,
0: four for Crabtree now. Oh,
1: well, you've got the deciding vote because you're typing it in. So Sanders, Neil Grahams put Sanders yeah. 2019.
0: Two Sanders, three Jennings, four Crabtree.
1: And if we were doing it this at Christmas, you could have put that into a nice little rhyme there, Lee.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just shaded that there, Crabtree.
1: Yeah. I think I'm happy with that. And I think the chat's right. Don't worry, everybody. We're just going to stick CMC in. We're not even going to debate that. Um, So you're going to laugh at my next answer. So while you're typing all that in there. So um on the full back. So during the breakdown of the unit, I talked about 2023. uh car use check. But for my ultimate team, I'm going 2019. <laughs> Carly's use check because <laughs> you could tell i must have had a break between doing the segments but yeah i'm going 2019 car use check so get that written in yeah well, justin's put enough,
0: juice. so am
1: i yeah i think the chat's all put 19 as well
0: no that can't be right somebody did say um Twenty-three, Kyle kind of use check uh, when we're going through the the teams.
1: Yeah, me <laughs> and I've changed my answer at this oh, bit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there you
0: go, Justin. Justin said twenty-three, but yeah, it looks as though it's going to be nineteen.
1: So left tackle. Oh no, tight end. Tight end. Getting ahead of myself. So I'll let you type in oh, use check, off. which isn't the easiest.
0: Because I've copied it, it's copying the colours over. Yeah. Um, I think this is going to be no-brainer, to be honest. Yeah,
1: 2023 Kittle for me yeah. and mine. I got halfway down this uh, dinner time, and I was like, I haven't put any years next to them, I thought, I better go back and start writing the years next to them, because it yeah, might come down to did. that.
0: So we've got 23 Kittle, 23 Kittle, 23 Kittle, 3 nil.
1: Yeah, I think it's yeah, going to be...
0: I think it's going to be Kittle all the way down here.
1: Yeah, it's another one coming yeah, there. Another two coming there for 23, Kittle.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's the deciding one. Kittle, okay. Okay.
1: He so, go... out of, for interest, it's tack. blank. It's blank on my piece of paper. It was between Joe Staley and Trent Williams. And I'm like which one do I like the most and it's like Simon today. it's like picking your favourite kid it is, yeah but for the interest of this I'm going to go Joe Staley right only because I met him in London and he was a legend <laughs> and I've got my phone, no I'm joking I just, the body of work so I'm going with Joe Staley.
0: Right.
1: people may be shocked at that um, who have you gone?
0: I've gone Trent Williams.
1: You've gone Trent Williams. And there's one already in the chat for Trent James. Has put oh, hang
0: on. Which Joe Sealy are you
1: going for? Uh, the 20. Oh, I don't know. Because I didn't write that one down. So I was. Well, I'll st- help you out here. I'll say 2012. Joe yeah. <laughs> yes, Neil. I've got a couple of people right, that right, who are agreeing with me. Steely
0: at left tackle. Steely as a fan favourite.
1: So I've got one, two, three for Steely. Two for Trent.
0: Three for Trent. Trent. Four for Trent. So James, James, Colin.
1: Yeah. Paul. See, yeah. I'm, I, I, Colin, can't agree, disagree with your logic, buddy. Trent is better. Yeah, what's for, for soon, three, soon. three, three. Three, what's three? Three, three. So someone else going to jump in with a deciding vote. Come on. <laughs> all
0: right. So David's come in with the trend. Oh, and so's Justin. Yes, we are allowed to swing tackles.
1: It's not cheating. Ultimate team, James. We've all played FIFA. We've all signed players out of position and stuff, so...
0: Right, Williams is shading that. Oh. Tell you what, why didn't I just copy and paste that one? Right, left guard. I, th- I think this is going to be a no brainer.
1: Well, go on then. Who do you think it is?
0: Mike Yapati. Oh.
1: Yeah, I'm the same as I just didn't want to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> after Neil's already pulled me up on my game tape analysis. So, yeah.
0: So, who have we got left tackle? Big Mike
1: James. It's our show. We can do what we want. <laughs> he said about sticking Williams at right tackle. To be fair, I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I might play the game properly.
0: Really? Interesting.
1: I might. Nobody we'll needs to do that, Justin. Nobody.
0: it's easy, you patty.
1: You patty. There you go. You, you patty. patty. I get excited, you, Justin. Patty. You should know that by now. And if I get excited and I get the name wrong, I don't want to do a disservice to some people. So is that are we waiting for the chat now?
0: We are. I think everybody's going to your patty. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think this next one is going to be an easy one. So center. It's got to be a good one. One of the best centres I've seen.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with you, to be honest.
0: Certainly better than 2019, uh, Richburg, who was yeah. made of Glass.
1: And Brendel, I've been impressed with, but he's not quite at that level when we're playing Ultimate yeah. Team. I can yeah, say his name, awesome Neil. Goodwin,
0: Goodwin, Goodwin. Goodwin. Yeah. I, I'll be gobsmacked if it's anybody but Goodwin, to be fair.
1: To be fair, um, he was close on mine, James, uh, Tomlinson, 2019 Tomlinson. I did like him in the team, but I decided to go a different way. So where are we at now?
0: Right guard. We want the right guard.
1: So I'm going with 2012 Boone as my right guard. I know he's a bit, he's a favourite of yours from what I remembered right as well, Lee. He is,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm probably going Boone as well. Yeah.
1: Like we said at the start of the show, the 2012 offensive line was something special. So I think we're leaning towards where we're going with that.
0: Yeah. So we are on to. Oh, we're still on there. So Boone.
1: Yeah. The chat, I think was a couple. Boone.
0: Yeah. I mean, Boone. Like I said, Boone. The levelly player he gave us in 2012 was just unbelievable. I, I, I think we won't cheat. I think we'll stick to the... Uh, yeah, we won't cheat. Because that's I, what I just... plan on doing anyway because it was the hardest decision in my life to leave Staley out, especially because 2012 was such an a unbelievable offensive line. And I just think Trent Williams gives us something extra in the run game. Yeah. I mean, don't get us wrong, Joe Staley was great in the run game. Um, watching Alex Smith's touchdown against the Saints back in the 20, um, 2011 playoffs where he kind of flattened that guy. That that was very reminiscent of the type of thing that Trent Williams does. And 2012 was one of his best years, Joe Steele. So yeah. that, it does break my heart to leave him out, but I have. So we're going to go Boone and we're on to the right tackle. I'll just stick mine straight in there because I was taking the all line
1: O-line. You've spelt you've Mike McGlinchy wrong there, Lee. <coughs> no, nah, the same why as you. Earth,
0: 20... why, why on earth did you think I would go for McGlinchy?
1: No, nah, I was just joking. I knew you were going with 2012. I'm yeah. the same as you. Right tackle 2012 team for me, so Davis. And
0: I See, think... I mean, there is a decent argument to be made for Glinch because he was so good in the run and if you've got CMC at running back then you, you do need somebody who is a reasonable run-blocking um, right tackle. However, Anthony Davis was. I don't think he was as good as McGlinchey at run-blocking, but he was far better than McGlinchey at pass-blocking, <laughs> and that's why he's getting my vote. Yeah. So we've got right tackle in the chat. We've got James corn davis Who else we've got? Again, I th- I think... Listening to some of the vid roll over mclinchy the last few seasons, I think this is this is going to be Davis nailed on.
1: Yeah, I think I think so as well. And we've we stayed true. Yeah, we've gone we've gone down there. It's going to be interesting, especially when we tweet these teams out later on. People, and yeah. the internet melts down.
0: Right, let's just change that to defensive end. Defensive end. Right, let's start with the defensive ends then. Which two have you got? I've
1: gone uh, Nick Bosa, 2023 Bosa, and I've gone for 2012 Alden Smith. So Borsa 23, did so. you say? Yeah, 23 Bosa. I know 2019 went the Super Bowl, but I think Bosa's been better this year. And I've gone for Alden Smith 2012. I just think them two in the prime opposite each other. We, we talked yeah. about young and Borsa. I think that would be something special.
0: Yeah. So, un- unfortunately, I've gone for the same. <laughs> I say unfortunately because I, I thought we were going to be uh, significantly different.
1: So, where did you think I was going to go then?
0: I wasn't you, must have, sure Borsa. you were going to go. Oh, well, sure I yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. yeah, because 2019, he did have a very good season in 2019. Oh, he did. Well, I'm not yeah, I'm not taking the ring away from that. that but that just bit of experience he's got now, I mean, ideally it would have been 22, Borsa, wouldn't it? Yeah. But, uh, obviously, I mean, it was a playoff year. It was a playoff year as well.
1: I know. I must admit, I'm short in this together. One. I just thought, yeah, we, we've we not gone down that. But it's it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, we've talked for an hour and 28 with these three teams. Could you imagine talking about yeah. 22 as well?
0: Yeah, pretty much everybody's going Borsa. And Smith. Yeah,
1: that's quite interesting.
0: Ah, but James, when when you say Smith, you need to tell us is it Alden Smith? Is it Justin Smith?
1: I think he means uh, I think he means Alden Smith. He has. Oh well he's put twelve yeah, I think he I think yeah, he means that, twelve well. Smith. I
0: mean Justin and Alden played the same Yaman. Yeah, um I think we'll stick with that. Everybody's everybody's in agreement there.
1: Yeah. And then we've got what uh, defensive tackles next.
0: Yeah.
1: I think this would be where we disagree.
0: Go on then, fire away.
1: So I'm going for Hargrave, 23, Armstead, 23. I like them two as a partnership. That was my thought process behind it. Uh, I think Buckner will get a lot of love in here. I'm not sure where you're going to go yet, so I'm looking forward to your answer.
0: I'm going Buckner.
1: Yeah. But there's another Smith that's jumping up in the chat, which is getting a lot of love at the moment in this one. So Justin Smith and Buckner is... uh...
0: Yeah, Justin Smith was defensive end-up.
1: That's the thing. Some people are obviously using their own rules, but not. Who's your second one then? The the
0: thing with that... defensive end slash defensive tackle because he played in the 3-4 defence and generally when you have a 3-4 defence you have two defensive tackles, a nose tackle and then one or two of your outside linebackers would be classed as your defensive ends. so technically James is correct, Justin Smith would be classed as a defensive tackle um, and I think that's a fair shout to, to actually put him in there as that
1: So who are you going for your second one? You're still thinking about this?
0: yeah I'm still thinking about Uh, because
1: I've kind
0: of I've kind of talked myself into changing my answer to put in Justin Smith now because I wasn't going to put Justin Smith I was going to leave him as a defensive end but to be honest like I said the the size of Justin Smith as well he was the size that a defensive tackle normally is
1: so this one's going to be a little bit more I say difficult there's a few different answers kicking them out on the chat here so we'll have to try and decipher this.
0: Right, Hargriff and Buckner, Smith and Buckner, Buckner. I think so Buckner looks as though he's in there.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I would I would say he's in there. And it's it's tight. And who the second one is? At first so
0: we've got two two Justin Smiths. Two Justin Smiths, three Buckners, one Hargriff. Ah, interesting. Right, anybody else? Anybody else want to comment on that one? Who are you going to have in there? With so, Buckner?
1: David's come down with Hargrave and Armstead, so he's on the same page as me. Right.
0: So, two for Smith, two for Hargrave, two for Buckner, one for Armstead. This, it's need somebody to break that tie. It's not
1: as easy as you think when you sent this across to me at dinner time.
0: It's not because you need complimentary players, yeah.
1: And looking at it, oh, we do, we do, James. We need a tiebreaker So, Paul Scrimshaw's jumped in that he speaks for everyone,
0: and Eric (laughs) (laughs) Hargreaves, Justin Buckner. Yeah, nice one, mate.
1: You've been spending too much time You're in Discord helpful. with Najee Karah. <laughs> Isn't it your bedtime? All <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, Justin has just Justin so in there. Hargrave.
0: Oh, sorry, no. Um, another Smith. Yeah. Smith and Buck. I think that's
1: the deciding one on there.
0: I think it could be.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> right, linebackers. <laughs> I I think it's going to be the same three for everyone.
1: Well, I've gone four linebackers because the sheet you sent over to me was four, but if we're going yeah, three. Yeah,
0: but that's because we had Alden Smith as a um, yeah. linebacker, which technically was his position.
1: So if I knock that off, the three for me: Willis, Warner, Borman, uh, Warder this year. I just think he's been. It was unbelievable in 2019, but he's just at another level this year for me. He's defensive player of the year in my eyes, so there were my three. And if I could have, if I could have had a cheeky fourth one, I was going to put Greenlaw in. (laughs) That was my list. That was my order. Greenlaw was number four on the uh, list.
0: I'll be honest. If I was going to go for a fourth, I'd I'd have gone for Brooks.
1: Yeah, it's it's just it was the nature of the beast, but I thought I'll 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 put a fourth one on just in case. Um, I, I. think yeah, everybody's I mean, on the same
0: yeah that, that's
1: it just shows doesn't it some teams
0: just well you never know i mean somebody might value um green law above bowman it, it's and one of these do, i would it's stay off the drink it's yeah like...
1: <laughs> it's one of these exercises where you look at your own fandom and you look at your own memories and, yeah. and like i said and you
0: kind of hate yourself for having to make a decision Because you feel as though you're devaluing the player that you've left out, but you're not. It's just that you're showing the the respect of the player that you're putting in. It's
1: like I said when I started watching the offensive side of the ball, but then my first jerseys were like, I got Kaepernick, and then I went Willis, then I went Borman, and I went Willis again, and it was just unbelievable. So we're on now cornerbacks. Cornerbacks. So I've got, yeah, two. So I've gone for 2023, Tavarius Ward, and 2019, Richard Sherman. Because I think the two of them together would be pretty impressive. Right. I know the Sherman might be controversial, but that's my that's um, my choice.
0: What, what about so you need a third cornerback there for a nickel uh, back?
1: Uh, Lenore, twenty twenty three Lenore.
0: Right. So I won't put the years in because they've only one yeah. To just that one on. Um. It's just how I've so, got
1: it written down on my sheet of paper. <laughs> so people know yeah. I've got them all written down. So what are you doing for yours?
0: I I, I agree with your first two. But my nickel oh. back has to be K1 Williams. No. Has K- to be K1. K1 Williams. Right, what have we got at cornerback from the chat?
1: don't know. I'm just interested in the linebacker one. Everyone's like, Warner willis Bowman. Fred and Willis. Fred, Bowman Willis. And then I like this comment from DT15. Willis, Warner, Bowman. end of discussion. It it, it (laughs) is really, it
0: It is. I mean, I I knew as soon as I did the uh, sheet, that was going to be unanimous. I I couldn't see anybody, a single person, not picking those three.
1: So Neil Graham's on the same page as you. He's got the same three as you. Uh, Justin has got 23, Ward, 19, Sherman. So
0: Justin's gone the same as me as well. Justin's
1: gone the same as you. Uh, So has James, to be fair.
0: Yeah, so James
1: it's so looking on my your your choice yep. edges it there
0: right and again I think I think this is going to be a no-brainer
1: well you say that one of my answers I did it just for a good friend Nadji Carrar so free safety Jimmy <laughs> Ward strong safety uh, John Erwittner that's what I- I had to do it for Nadji. I know you'll be uh, watching at some point, buddy, so you're welcome. All right. James is on the same page as me. Yes. Where are you going? You know you've got to say no, Jimmy I'd, Ward. I'd, I'd, <laughs> I know, I'd love to go watch. Just,
0: just to wind Nadji up. But again, I'm, I'm going to have to stay true to what I was thinking first.
1: Yeah, that's what you got to do. So Neil Graham, it's like you and now President uh, and I Air, on the same it, page. Goldson. Yes, Goldson. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I just want to have Neil in for some reason.
1: Um, Justin, is the same um, as you and Neil Graham, Whitner, and Goldson.
0: So two for yeah
1: Paul three for Galton and Whitner yeah so there's only one for Warden uh, Hitner at the moment which is James and then the others have gone the same as you it's easy to make paste and copy innit? it <laughs> All right
0: it is right kicker, kicker.
1: not messing about 2019 Robbie Gold I know. He wasn't in any of the other teams, but he was special in that playoff run.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I think the uh, chat will be I, on the same page, Yeah, to be I fair. think that's going to be a no-brainer. We're not saying... I'm looking forward to seeing, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what Moody does in yeah. the playoffs, but, yeah, he, he, I, I don't think he can go past Robbie Gold.
1: Yeah, we're not doing a Jason Aponte or a John Chapman here. We're not hating on Moody. For, the point, for this exercise, it was about what we've seen at the moment so uh, like Paul Scrimmstar said when you're doing this give me a kicker who's never missed a kick in the playoffs Yeah, so that, that's on there
0: right punter
1: I'm going with 2023 Mitch because when he's had to punt the ball this year he's been amazing I love the energy he brings to the team and that non special teams player that should have counted elevated it for me I can tell you my long snap, and now if right. you want, but to let everyone up. So no, no, no. Neil Graham, uh, Lee for punter, Justin Lee for punter. Yeah,
0: that's that's where I'm struggling with. You've got Andy to Lee, your
1: twenty-three wish. He's been he's been on the money.
0: He has. He's been excellent this year. Some of the punches and, and like you said, that uh, had that counted, that. Uh, I'm not even going to call it a fake punt. Had that run counted, it just elevated them.
1: And you know, <coughs> if you need someone to lay the smack down in the kick return as a last line of defense, yeah, I'd want him Mitch, there. Mitch is your guy. Mitch is your guy. I hope it doesn't so, come with that, everybody. But
0: <laughs> two, two for Mitch, two for Mitch, two for Lee, three so, for Mitch, three for. Oh Mitch. no, hang on! No, no, I'm counting. All oh, right. right. Yeah, there is three for you, Mitch, you, No, no, you, you're fooling us there, Justin, because Justin's already gone Andy Lee, but what he's oh. saying is Mitch was awesome at the start of the year, which yeah. you, he's right. So two, two for Lee, two for Mitch.
1: Flag on the player there.
0: Yeah, it's a split one. Oh, hang on, no, there you go. There's a third for Mitch. <laughs>
1: Don't worry, Justin. We were all ready to irritate Nick's neighbours when we were jumping up and down, and yeah, James, he spilled half a bottle of Jack. <laughs> I'm not fake punt. <laughs> yeah,
0: I've, I've got to say that that was a, that was more difficult than I expected it to be. I did want to go Lee, but just the way in wish which has played this year, um, I think he's just yeah. I think he shaded it. He shaded over Andy Lee because Andy Lee was a terrific punter.
1: And on this one, um, I went for Turbo Pepper, friend of the show. He's been solid since we signed him. He's great with the fan base. And like you said, if you don't hear his name mentioned on the broadcast and if you don't really know who your long snapper is, that's a good thing.
0: Yeah. I I think the reason we know who the long snapper is nowadays is because of social media. Yeah. And Tabor Pepper's all over it, bigging himself
1: up. Yeah. To be fair, though, he engaged with the fans and obviously given the job that I do with the social media, it's, it's great to see. so. Yeah. And I think yeah. the chat's the same as well. We've had a couple bits of love coming in
0: for to, to, to be honest, I was gonna go Carl Nelson, but because of the whole um what was it? Was it yeah, domestic it was... violence or was it drugs? Oh,
1: he kinda of went off the boil as well, didn't once. he? And then they had to get re- release him quite quickly, and I think that's where we ended up with Taber Pepper. So Yeah. <laughs> so um uh. so Justin has put that we all forget Brian so quickly. Yeah. Neil, we'll take your word for it, buddy. <laughs> how long? He loves beaches.
0: Been... I'm, I'm going to have to have a word with Ruth.
1: <laughs> Braver man than me reading that one. I, I wasn't falling into that trap. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I don't know, Justin, how long Brian Jennings was here. But for, for my fandom, I'm, I'm gone with Tabor Pepper. And then kick return, punt returner. Can we not have Debo oh, 2023 for this? Or was
0: the chat? Was the chat Pepper? was it?
1: Um, I think there's a couple for Pepper. Um, yeah, Pep, Pep, two,
0: three, three for Pep, one for Ryan Jennings. Yeah, Pepper.
1: I'm joking, everybody. Debo 2023 doesn't count. Um, I, I was struggling on this one, but I'm going to go with Ray McLeod. Ooh. Just that was just what was written down on my sheet. I know he hasn't really played a lot, but uh
0: Jeez Christ, come on. Spell <laughs> properly
1: man. The others just didn't give me the confidence. I was that's I was right, torn Paul. I was I, I was torn Paul with this one, but when when I've yeah. come down to my bit of paper I've decided to go with that one. You know what?
0: Everything I said when we did the special teams about Ted Gin Jr. Ted Gin Jr. Is that where you're going? I think it is because even though he very rarely produced, every time we had a kick return, you always had hope that he would produce him. Yeah. Whereas with McLeod, I think you can get some decent yards. But I just never get the feeling that he's going to break one and go all the way through. And that was definitely the same with Richie James. I mean, when Richie James was back there, uh, returning, punt returning, um, I thought maybe, yeah, we we might get the 30, 35 yard line, and that's about it. And to be honest, the majority of the time, he very rarely took it out of the end zone. He did
1: score one, though, against the Seahawks, Richie James. He He did, yeah, you're right. Did. i did get one because uh, neil's put there remember the seahawks game but yeah. this was a coin a flip for me when i wrote my answers down earlier paul i had ted gin jr but when we've been going through this i went with Rare mcleod so i'm going with gin jr so yeah I so think... we got
0: rara we got ted ted
1: <laughs> Paul Grimshaw, the chats team wins rings six, seven, eight, nine. <laughs> Um, Oh, wow. So Jennings to answer Justin, he's gone and he's found the answer. So from the year 2000 to 2012. Yeah, 12 years. 12 years. Uh, James has put there punt return, kick return, just fair <sighs> catch. He doesn't really care.
0: Right, yeah. somebody come and take uh, Justin away. I think he's escaped <laughs> from the care home. Kyle Williams. I, I don't know how you dare bring up that name.
1: I think that's why I put McLeod in, because number 10 isn't a good look for Ronnie Bell, no. thanks to Kyle. So. But do you know what, League? When you proposed we did this, I was thinking we're going to struggle to get an hour here, and we what, an hour and 45 in? Oh,
0: I, I knew it was going to last a long time. I knew it was going to last a long time. <laughs> It's easy to debate them. I mean, looking at the ultimate teams, they are very similar. It's just one or two where it breaks your heart to make that decision. So I think, I think the chat is Gin Junior.
1: Yeah, I I would say that. I would say that. So like I said, like I said earlier, if you're watching back, either hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or leave your comment on the YouTube video because I would be interested to see the people's teams. But like we said last week, we know everybody's itching to talk the current topics but it's only Wednesday and this is the time where we plug. We will be back, definitely me and Lee. Gareth will be hosting and we'll be breaking down the Packers game. Um I don't think Naji will be joining us so thoughts to Naji at this time. He's had yeah. some some news which he's kind of shared hasn't he? He's let everybody know that he's, he's taken a, a, a backseat at the moment so just wanted to say a thought to Naji and his family. But I enjoyed that, that short of night.
0: It was yeah. good. I mean, stuff like this, especially when you can look back at teams like the 2012 team and reminisce, it is good. And hopefully, in 10 years' time, we'll be looking back at 2023, the 2023 team when we won Super Bowl number six, just before the year before we went on to win Super Bowl number seven. And we can talk about that in 10 years' time.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're, we're trying not to get ahead of ourselves, but other, obviously yeah. we had the gold mine trip. The fact that we went this year, Um I'm smiling, doing the prep for the Packers. It's been hard seeing the comments in the group when people are asking, like, "Are you worried about the game this weekend?" Yeah, because What's you want to reply to the comments, but then you yeah. can't because you're doing it on the podcast, <laughs> yeah. so that people listen to the
0: podcast. I know it. it I've been like that for the last six years. And in fact, in the early days, when I first restarted the podcast with Brian Davis, um, when people would say, what's your opinion of this? <laughs> what's your opinion of that? I'd say, I can't tell you because we're going to be recording the podcast and it's going to be on the podcast. So I can't tell you. You'll have to listen to that to uh, to listen to it. Um, but yeah, I think um, I think this has went really well. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I think, I mean, not straight away because we've already done one of these now, but maybe it's in a few weeks' time. Um, after the Super Bowl, when we've got that period between um, basically reviewing the Super Bowl and the start of free agency, which, to be honest, is only about three four weeks at the max, um, we can probably bring something back in like this and maybe start about the 95 team.
1: Yeah, I mean, you picked the three teams because of my journey. Justin's put there, yeah. thank you, gentlemen. He looks forward to tuning in every week. The chat is great and he'd love to shake everyone's hands. So, Justin, I'm sure it'll happen. But, yeah, the reason you picked the teams was because of my fandom. But like you said, Lee, can you imagine trying to do this? Even if you just picked the Niners Super Bowl teams, could you imagine trying to pick an ultimate team out of all them? Yeah. So, um, Neil, thanks for the feedback. So like you said, we are trying different things. We would love people to jump on and, and chat topics with us. So,
0: Yeah, so I kind of said that in the short. Um, if you want to jump on, just tell us in the chat. Um, let us know... Um, well, actually, if you're in the chat and we connected with you on Facebook, we can send the link straight through to you. Um, if, it's, if it's if it's Twitter, we can send the link straight through. I think that works as well, yeah? Um, yeah. Just let us know that you want to come on and, and, and join in with this because that's what we want, um, especially when there's only two of us on. It's great to have that third person come in and help the discussion go along. Um, so by all means, let us know if you want to chat um, as long as you've got a good internet connection um, and a quiet place. It makes it easy. Um, and we'll have you, on. Not all together, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but it, it has Home been good. Yeah. So the, what we do now, everyone, is Lee releases the YouTube shot, which tells you about what the topic is going to be. And like you said, if you've got anything you want us to debate, let us know. We're, we're always yeah. up for chatting, all things Niners. Like I said, we will be back later in the week, which I'm, I'm so excited to do this broadly. We always talk about every game being the yeah, biggest game, do. but...
0: So you know what? You made a good point there. That obviously, as soon as we finish now, I'm going to put a um, a, a post in the groups in what do you want us to chat about next week. And I've just said we won't do another one of these. It's not our well, it kind of no. is our choice. Yeah, it kind of is. But you need to tell us what you'd like us to talk about. We'll choose one of the topics so that we've got a couple of days to prepare for that, and then that's what we'll talk about. And the way we'll um, the, the way we'll broadcast that is by doing a short and say this is the topic we've chosen. Um, tune in. So have a
1: laugh it looks likely Paul Scrimshaw and Neil Graham, the Yorkshire brethren, as they've nicknamed themselves, there are going to come on and talk against the Northeast posse. So, no, honestly, when we put together well, the format live,
0: pa- Paul's from Middlesbrough. That's a small town in North Yorkshire. Uh, well, so it's me under from,
1: three. Technically, I'm from Darlington, but I live in Middlesbrough. Yeah, 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 but right, I know what you mean. Right. We get we're getting technical. Yeah. When I was jumping yeah. on a uh, breezy show earlier, Red Jet Shell was like. London's in the house and I keep saying Shell I'm about five hours away from London but yeah. you know just for ease and Neil how about Ooh, a the Shanahan one. family as a topic as in Mike and the history Carl has with the Niners the type of the offense they've both ran well yeah. this has been the longest live that we've done but we do appreciate everybody staying with us for one hour and 51 minutes it's been absolute blast is there any public service announcements other than the podly
0: um i mean other than i mean we put the post in the group anyway so there's definitely i say definitely if we win on saturday night there's definitely going to be a meet up in leeds for the nsc championship game that's going to be in a city center pub um city center bar um i mean i can tell you which one it's going to be it's, it's going to be the box um I believe the 49ers have already arranged the, uh, the the details around that because obviously it doesn't kick off till half 11. And I think as long as you've got a private license or a private party, then you are licensed to, to do that. Um, so that will be announced officially after the divisional game as long as we win the divisional game. So if you need to book travel or hotels, you know where it's going to be, you know when it's going to be, so you kind of got a little bit of a head start there because they will do a ticketed event. Um, Whether or not you have to pay for those tickets, I don't know at the moment. It was one of the suggestions from the lessons learned on the other watch parties, um, especially when it was oversubscribed. We said, look, why don't you charge us 15 £20 per ticket and then obviously take that off beer or food once you get there. So that basically all you're doing is you're pre-ordering food and drink. But what it stops is all these people just buying 10 free tickets and they're not showing up. Yeah. So hopefully they'll do something around that way just to make it a little bit of a smoother a smoother process. Um, and the good thing is the 49 has reached out to us and have told us about this so that you guys get there first.
1: Yeah, because what happened last time, it's trial and error, but... Obviously, like Lee said, we're focused on this weekend's game coming up. Do drop us a like and a subscribe. It's always great to see those numbers going up. Like Lee said, we will be back next week. The topic could be what Neil has said, but it could be what anyone else suggests. And we might be joined by some special guests. But Lee, thank you, buddy. I'll do it one last time for you because you picked your head coach. So who has it better than us? Nobody. And on that note, everybody, stay safe. Go on, Niners.
0: Go Niners. It's- we love the San Francisco 49ers deep in the heart. Like Joe Montana in the corner, deep far. Garrison Hurt, Stiff Farm, going Niners. 90-